0: welcome to the awakened health coach podcast i'm storm a health coach and energy healer bringing you a holistic approach to health and happiness i am here to help you find the happiness that you have been seeking and begin manifesting your healthiest wealthiest and happiest life This podcast is for you if you're hungry for more, for better. If you want to grow, evolve into your best self and step up into your power, then you are in the right place, sister. I'm here to help you live your best life by creating a healthy body, mind and soul, because I believe that you can't be happy if you're not healthy or healthy if you're not happy. Life gets to be as amazing as you wish it to be. So let's make it so. Tune in each week to be inspired, motivated, and learn how you too can storm your way to better health, wealth, and happiness. Well, hello guys, and welcome back to the podcast for another amazing interview that I'm so excited to bring you as I sit down with the beautiful Courtney Richards, who is a relationships and intimacy coach and we are about to have an amazing conversation chatting about what I know is really important and relevant right now for a lot of you listening which is burnout and stress and turning that around not settling for that anymore and living a life of fun and ease and flow and tapping into your feminine so welcome 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 to the show Courtney.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so excited.
0: That's okay. I'm more than happy to have you here. I think that we're going to have an amazing conversation because we connect in on like such deep levels. So thank you for being here.
1: Amazing. Thank you.
0: So let's, give us the rundown. Give us the, uh, you know, all we need to know on who you are <laughs> and what you do and yeah, who's Courtney?
1: Sure. Sure. Well, um, yeah, my name's Courtney. I live in Brisbane in Australia. Um, I'm originally from South Australia, but I moved up here about five years ago, I think now. So um, yeah, I'm technically officially a relationship and intimacy coach, but I do also work with women, um, not necessarily specifically on relationships. Um, Oftentimes women do come to me as well when they're just... um, kind of feeling really stuck in their life, uh, disconnected, struggling um, in general. And a lot of my coaching um, comes back to the fundamentals of feminine and masculine energy. And I've mm-hmm. also studied trauma mm-hmm. and how we hold trauma in the body. So a lot of my work, whether it is specifically on relationships or whether it's on other areas of your life, sort of all ties back into the whole um, both trauma and the feminine and masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, that's like a bit of a rundown on, you know, my my coaching and what I do, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing. And like that just like that speaks to me on a new level because that's, mm. that's a lot of what I do. And it's all that energy. It's all about, you know, connecting 100%. yourself, self-love, your relationship, yeah, with how you treat yourself, your body
1: yeah oh, he's a big part
0: of that um so it's so important and that's and it transformed my life and obviously it yeah. definitely has yours as well which is why you're so you know so passionate about it um we'll come back to your you know your journey in in, in particular and that is in those of it but one thing I love to ask us yes, is like what are you currently focusing on or doing in your life that is helping you step up into being your highest self
1: I um have really like in the past struggled with um I guess like balance, that's been a really, really hard thing for me and Mm -hmm. where I sort of, and it's, it's actually so, I guess on topic, because what we're going to be talking about today is the whole aspect of, you know, getting to that burnout, well, not wanting to get to that burnout stage. And a lot of us are feeling that, that burnout and wanting to create a more, you know, um, I guess, yeah, flowy, pleasurable kind of life. And, um, that's always been something that I've really struggled with. Like I was raised by parents who really um, put a lot of value on working hard. My dad in particular, he would say yes to everyone and everything um, under the sun, you know, wanting to be supportive and be helpful. And um, I very much took on a lot of those traits as well. So I've always said yes to everything, never wanted to disappoint people, Um, you know, trying to show up for absolutely everything and everyone. And, that's what led to my burnout. So something that I am still always focusing on, even though I've come a really long way, is um, I guess like not being selfish, but just putting myself first, just making myself the priority. And, um, you know, with my business and with clients and with my relationship and my friends and my family like it's a lot of things that we all juggle and um, just making sure that I also carve out the time to really take care of myself and my, my well-being as well is just something that I'm I guess always working on
0: yeah yeah and, yeah. and what that looks like changes I think that's it does to get. like it, it yeah. changes as you go through different seasons in your life and that's why it's 100% like- you don't, you never like, I think completely master it nail it. You're done because as no. soon as you figure out like life changes and then you're like, okay, mm. well, let's go. And there's the a new set of challenges. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what does that look like? Like just to go down to, I guess, ex- expand on that. What are you mm. for the season you're currently in? What's mm. one or two things that you're doing as a part of that?
1: I'm really um, working on my boundaries. It's something that is um, really, really prominent in, you know, my clients that we work on a lot together because again like I've come a really long way with my boundaries but that was probably the thing that I struggled with the most and it Mm -hmm. still is something that I that continually um challenges me and you know that's one of I believe one of my sort of I guess universal challenges in this world it's probably always going to come up for me is um is not feeling like I'm letting people down and disappointing people so I'm really working on um My boundaries at the moment, and you know, what I can say yes to, what I might have to put aside for later, and just making sure that I'm, you know, delivering that in the right way to people as well. Because, like, even you know, with yourself, Storm, we were supposed to have this conversation yesterday, and (laughs) and you honored your. Yeah, I was having a day where I just knew that I wouldn't be able to show up in my best, and um you know the way that i you know approached that with you was to let you know where i was at and of course if that didn't suit your schedule then absolutely you know i was more than happy to still honor my original commitment yesterday but luckily you were available yeah. today yeah. um so it's just like those sorts of little things like the the old me probably would have you know sent that message and then you know waited for your reply but then been like oh actually no don't worry about it like it's it's all good it's all good i'll just do it but then i would have sat with that later and been like oh i really like I don't feel good about this. Like I'm not I'm not ready for it. I'm not in the right energy for it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Totally. And you're you're speaking to me. Like I get that. And it's <laughs> I but I love that you say you you have done a lot of work, right? Mm. And it's still something that comes up for you. It's not about perfection. It's not about like, oh, I've completely annihilated this this limiting thing that used to crush me. Like, no, the, the reality is that like it still pops up. You're still challenged. Yep. You're only human. It's not about yep. Like, I just, I know I used to put people up on a pedestal. I used to expect myself to, once I'd gotten through whatever it was, like boundaries, Mm. for example, to always be great at it and to never struggle again. And it's not, it's not reality. It's literally not possible. So I love that you, that you share that and you touch on that. And I mean, yeah, I totally get that. It's something, it's a, you know, not daily, but it's a weekly or at least, you know, frequent thing that I have to be mindful of myself. And, Mm. I agree it's really hard because you can't control how people respond to you having no and that's the kicker of like there are times when you piss people off like I've pissed people off before (laughs) and it's hard because it is I don't want to be liked I don't want to be seen as someone that's selfish I don't want to whatever but it's such a fine line to walk and if if you don't Put you first. If you don't listen and honor yourself, then you're. Who's going to? And and that's how you teach other people to treat you.
1: One hundred percent. Like that's something that I really had to learn. And um, for me, I think the biggest lesson in in me taking that step to you know create boundaries in my life was um a working relationship that I had a few years ago where I got to a point um you know a couple of years into that working relationship where. I realised that I had set the tone for how this person or what this person expected of me. And I essentially allowed it to happen. Now, a lot of people who were, you know, in in my world would look at that situation and be like, well, that person's still taking advantage of you. But, And, you know, maybe on some certain level they were, but what I really recognised is that I had, made myself available for that like I had actually allowed by not setting boundaries and not setting the tone and not setting the standard of my capacity in the beginning I had actually taught this other person that I was available for that do you know what I mean
0: totally yeah
1: yeah and that was a huge realization
0: Mm. yeah yeah like that is literally always just responding to the energy that you're putting out and boundaries 100% an energetic I guess standard it's like you know yeah. putting an energetic like sand, a, a line in the sand of, of like this is what I will accept, or this is what I won't. This is yeah. how much I'm willing to give, and and this is enough's enough. And
1: yeah. I think, yeah, work is a big thing because work there's different rules at work, you know, totally. Sometimes just, you have an expectation of what your job yeah. is, and you do yeah. have to meet certain, you know, standards yeah. that maybe yeah. you ideally wouldn't like to. Um, yeah. so it can be tricky <laughs> finding yeah. that when, fine line, and when money comes into it, mm. people tend to just. I guess suffer and just
0: take it on when there's money involved because they think, well, what, I can't live without money. What else am
1: I going to do? Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly. And I know I experienced that as well, like in, you know, with guys and with dating where I, I like I broke my heart. I broke my own heart Mm. plenty of times because of how I accept, how how I allowed other other guys to treat me. Yeah. Um, And, you know, what I accepted because of not having boundaries and because, Mm. you know, teaching them how to treat me in a way that wasn't used like that didn't serve me and didn't make yeah. me feel good and it's all about the, the stories that you make up hey like of this is how it has to be and this is this is what it means if I voice up what I'm what I'm what I'm thinking and if I express myself or
1: 100 percent. and that was a huge part of like boundaries was a huge thing in the trauma studies that I did as well that it and we really learned that it comes from a place um usually where you know as a A child or a young person you were afraid of being um, left alone or being abandoned or being rejected Mm -hmm. and so we develop these um, people-pleasing tendencies because you know as a child if we got applauded if we got um, you know praised if we got celebrated for certain things that we did we would latch onto that being like oh well in order to have this person like me in order to be accepted in order to have you know my parents Mm -hmm. praise and my teachers praise and to have friends I need to keep doing these things Mm
0: -hmm. that I'm getting
1: praised for and Mm -hmm. you know that's where we learn that story from a very very young age that in order to get that we have to do instead of learning that we actually just get to be who we are and Mm -hmm. that's enough
0: Mm. yeah and the right people people who actually align with you will accept you and love you you don't have to do anything to get that you just get to exist you just get
1: to be you (laughs) yeah and there's gonna be people
0: like there's trust me there's gonna be people that don't love that that don't like that but you don't like everyone so who fucking cares you know
1: exactly you're not you're never gonna be everyone's cup of tea like otherwise the world would be boring if everyone just completely was on the same page you've got to have some depth and dimension
0: yeah but I did love that like that's one thing that I've yeah dived into quite a lot with who did you have to be to receive yes. love? You know, yes. what did you have to do to receive love? And mm. I know for me, it was achieving and it was mm. being the good girl. And it was- Same, good, big doing one. what my parents said. I see, you know, I look at my, my sisters, for example, and not to call them out, but like, I know I look at like one of them and she was the clown. She was the one that was being funny and she was being silly yeah. and she was, you know, getting attention in that way. And yeah. it's so interesting that we all have different stories and we all have different ways of doing mm. it. But we are all just playing, like, until you do the work to go back to look at it, to heal those parts of yourself and nurture your child, mm. you do, you play that out as an
1: you adult. do, 100%. Ways,
0: it's mind-blowing when you start to look at it. And when you do the work yourself and you see people and you're like, mm. you're just a triggered three-year-old right now.
1: I was so like when I first started getting into trauma work I (laughs) it was so funny because when we we would have to do obviously like practice calls with the other students in the course Mm -hmm. and I felt like I always had to apologize to the other student being like oh I don't really have enough trauma for you to get a good practice out of like I'm really sorry (laughs) um, because I thought I had such a good upbringing and like I did don't get me wrong like I had a really good upbringing but (laughs) but um, it was actually one of the other students in the course that was like well why do you feel like you need to apologize let's dive into that like (laughs) exactly and um, yeah you don't you honestly don't realize how much the little small things that seem inconsequential at the time can leave an imprint in you. It, oh, and, and it's yeah. all about your perception of what happened. Like mm-hmm. if you're like, if your mum left you in the living room to run over to the neighbor real quick and, you know, tell her something and she was only gone for a second, obviously that's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's a small thing, but to a two-year-old, they in that moment feel abandoned yeah. and, it's yep. just those small little things that people don't even realize can, yep. um, yeah, play a huge part in in the stories that you start telling yourself as you grow up.
0: Totally, and like I just think the message that I definitely want to make so clear of, I mean, two things there is that I'm, I was, the, I am the exact same of, mm. you know, the trauma that I've dealt with has definitely, you know, on the spectrum has been more down with the little T of mm. the you know I used to play it down I used to think I haven't been through that much like I have I've had a really great childhood I've had amazing parents um but that limited me for so long because like I still had trauma because it's not like you said it's about how you perceive it and it's about the emotional response it's not about 100% just going through really massive and life altering things um and when you start to dive into that and validate it validates yourself of like yeah you know, what I've been through still matters and my yep. feelings matter. And I don't have to just compare myself and play it down. Like you there's always someone who's been through more than you or experienced more hardship than you, but that does not that that is that can't take away from what you've been through and, and the fact that no. you hurt and you've experienced yep. pain and that you're in a child still needs some love and still needs attention, nurturing and you know, whatever it was that, that they didn't receive as a kid. Um, and I can't remember what i was gonna say is, but I definitely connect and, and align with mm-hmm. that so deeply um, and trauma is it's its life-changing when you start to you know when I just think it's so important to realize that your childhood shapes you now as an adult in ways that yep. you can't even fathom until you start mm-hmm. to question it and look at mm-hmm. it and dive in and do the work and I think that's
1: the work like 100% and I think as well like the other thing that when I'm working with my clients that I really um, it's important that they understand that you don't the trauma never goes away the triggers never go away it's not like you're erasing what's happened but yeah. when you are doing the inner work and you're you're learning how to sit with that and process that what you're doing is you're you're relearning how to actually just show up for yourself when the mm-hmm. trigger arises because the trigger yeah. is always going to be there it's never going to go away what's happened Absolutely. has happened yeah. but what you can do is learn how to sit with it and support yourself and hold yourself through that while you're experiencing it
0: definitely that's and that's i think that's so important because i know you know i i reached that point where i had to because i was like why am i still getting triggered about stuff Then like yeah. i've done so much work <laughs> around this like
1: why oh well, is this happening
0: <laughs> yeah and then you know just having to come to terms with the fact that the triggers don't go away but your ability no. to to move through them yeah the tools that you have available yep. to you how much you let it take you down like that's what mm-hmm. changes and that's yep. the whole point and if you seriously removed all your triggers life would be so fucking boring like that's I know. The point.
1: yeah <laughs> like it's it's all a part of it's all part of the journey it's all part of the learning experience yeah. like I don't yeah. I, I I literally don't regret anything that has happened in my life because it has all been part of what has led me here it's all yeah. been part of what has shaped me what has taught me the lessons that I needed to learn um what has you know made me who i am to be able to have the relationship that i have to be able to show yep. up for my clients in the way that i do um mm-hmm. hopefully one day the kind of mother that i'm gonna be like i don't regret a thing because it's very much all been part of the journey
0: totally like we wouldn't mm. be here having this conversation if we both hadn't exactly. experienced what we did and have the fire in our bellies to share that because yes you know like the only reason i do what i do is because i had such wounds around not being good enough and not yep. being likable not being you know worthy all of those things that are, mm. you know we all experience to a certain extent and like I'm so grateful for that because I wouldn't get to help other women do the same thing exactly if not for it you know the pain serves such purpose um but I love triggers like what do you have to say about I just think it's so fun to talk about triggers because it's triggering for people. <laughs> it re- I know <laughs>
1: It like, really let's
0: is. do it <laughs> let's yeah and um, yeah like my my viewpoint and I is that like get triggered trigger mm. people fucking talk about it because if mm. you don't the the wound underneath it is going to keep controlling you and limiting you and your life is not going to be like you're not going to experience the fun the adventure the abundance the mm-hmm. love that you're truly wanting if you keep running from your triggers
1: Absolutely. Like triggers to me really are um, an opportunity. Every time I feel a trigger coming up for me, I just, I look at that as an opportunity for me to dive deeper, because if I'm still getting triggered about something, there's, there's more there for me to learn. There's more growth for me. Um, And, you know, sometimes you've got to be ready. Like Mm. you, you know, sometimes it might take you a long time um, to something will keep triggering you and you might not be quite ready to take it on in the beginning. Um, Just notice it, just uh, like allow things to come up and notice what's going on with you in that moment like if if you're getting triggered by something how is your body responding is your heart racing do you feel sick are you getting a tightness in your throat are you getting sweaty like just start to notice um, what the response is in your body when you when you have the trigger and as you become more ready to dive into it um and you know whether that means that you do need to have a safe space to dive into it with um like your partner or your friend or a therapist or a coach like whoever that would whoever or whatever that safe space is for you to be able to dive into it further, um, yeah. just listen to yourself and and notice, I guess, yeah, what's coming up for you and, and when you're ready to dive into it. But every trigger is an opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah. I call it invitation. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's what I say to clients is like a trigger is an invitation. It is. You get to choose if you accept it or not. You don't have to. Yes. But it's But it will keep coming grow.
1: up if you don't. That's the only totally. thing is exactly. that like... I can't remember which book it was. I know that it was a Gabrielle Bernstein book, but I can't remember exactly which one. But um, she talks in that book about how um, she was using a certain example, but she basically talks about how like if you, keep going from relationship to relationship the same things are going to keep happening happening. because the universe is continually giving you the same challenge until you Mm -hmm. learn from it so you can't just jump from one scenario to another hoping that you know it'll be better this time because unless Mm. you've actually dealt with what happened even unless you've gone in on it unless you've looked at the trigger um it's just going to keep happening because you have a lesson to learn there
0: yeah totally and like I look at that and like I saw that big time playing. I think it plays out in little ways and also big ways. Like I know mm. if I look at like my dating life, like there was literally like one particular guy who like the same guy over a period of a few years would come and go and come and yes. go and come and go. <laughs> because I didn't learn like my lesson the universe yep. tried. Again and again and again and was like you know try and teach myself love work trust me like a lot of things but yeah the reason why the same pattern kept happening was because I wasn't listening and I wasn't yep. looking at my triggers and it yep. wasn't until I, I finally looked at myself finally mm. looked at the triggers finally learned the lessons that the mm-hmm. cycle stopped yeah and I've spoken to so many girls I see it with clients of like <laughs> if you if you're sick of the pattern change look at your triggers. do you know have that? a look at it yeah exactly yeah. what do you need to learn yep. so I love that um yeah and I think I, I, like even just like saying trigger is like a triggering thing <laughs> I <every know>. <laughs> you know? um, but I think it's, it's such an important thing like I mean I love talking about trauma and I love mm. I, I absolutely love it but I'd love it if you could I mean, sometimes it's like complex and sometimes it's complicated and sometimes people mm-hmm. don't really understand it. I think you have to go to a therapist to do any, any sort of, you know, trauma work. So yeah. how, from your perspective, would you even just, okay, so to someone who's really new at this mm-hmm. or to someone who's learning about it, they're at home or they're out on their walk listening to this podcast, like, yep, what would you say to them?
1: So my advice when people are sort of just starting to, you know, step into this sort of work is literally the noticing. That's the first, that's the first sort of step, I suppose, is when things come up for you, when you seem to have some sort of response, whether it's fear, anger, sadness, anxiety, whatever sort of response you, you get that comes up, ask yourself, like do the body scan, Ask yourself, how is this showing up in my body? What am I noticing in my body? Because you're not, whenever you're having having an emotion, you're not just having an emotion, you're also experiencing something in your body. So um, that would be my first advice is just start to notice because the half of the problem is that most people these days are so disconnected from their body because they're all just up in their heads and they're thinking all the time, like on the go, working hard, you know, trying to tick every single box. They're just all up in their heads and we're completely disconnected from our bodies. And that shows up in so many different ways. Like it shows up in our sex life. It shows up in our ability to just feel basic pleasure. Like not, I'm yeah. not even talking sexual pleasure. I'm talking basic yeah. pleasure. Enjoying, yeah. yeah. 100%. It affects our ability to understand what our body is communicating with us. Um, and that's food in and terms exercise. of, yeah, exactly. Like in terms of our, like our general health, like food and mm-hmm. exercise um, you know, I, Am am I experiencing like a little bit of like symptoms coming on? Do I need to address that? Like, and, and even down to the part of um, the trauma response. So what is my body doing right now? As I'm feeling this feeling, once you start to notice when you're feeling the, the feeling and and what sort of response you're getting, then you can start to dive into that. So, um, you know, from, from there, if it's that my heart is racing, just sit with that for a moment and actually just support yourself in that. Okay. My heart is racing. It's okay. Like I'm safe. I mean, I'm, I've got myself here. Like I'm in a safe space. I don't need to worry. Like literally just support yourself in that moment. And because usually the reason why we have a, a trigger and a, and a trauma response is because when we first experienced that feeling at a very young age, for whatever reason, we weren't held and we yeah. weren't supported enough in yeah, that moment yeah. yeah exactly like we felt in that moment um unsupported or unheard or unseen and yeah. so that's carried through and that's how whenever something else later in life brings up that trigger that's the same response that we have mm-hmm. so being able to just sit with yourself and actually just like validate yourself instead of being yeah. like oh I shouldn't be feeling this way like I should be stronger than this or I should I should be able to just get over this why is this still coming up for me literally just be like i like I'm, I'm allowed to feel this way it's okay. I'm here. I've got you. Um, and just start to show up for yourself. That's a really good starting point for people when they're wanting yeah. to dive into their traumas.
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. And I couldn't, could not agree more in terms of what I know has helped me and what mm. I do with yeah, with do with clients as well. And I think it's recognizing, like, I just, how I love to frame it is the whole inner child thing, because you mm-hmm. would not talk to a child that, you know in no. terms of if they were if they were really stressed and anxious and, and crying about something, mm. if you have a good heart, which I'm sure you do, right, yeah. you would give them love and you would nurture them and you would, yeah. you would see them for the sad and hurting little girl they are.
1: You, you wouldn't, wouldn't just, just say, get over it. Exactly, like,
0: right? Yeah. and And when you're triggered and when you're hurting and when that fear of abandonment is coming mm. up or when you're feeling not good enough or when you're afraid of what's going to happen – And literally imagine and see it as the the little girl within you that you used to be, she's just hurting or she's just worried or whatever. And so if you can't give yourself that love, what about you give that little girl love?
1: 100%. Like, and even looking at it, like, this is the inner child work that I do, um, I, I do with clients um, in session, but um, even just like visually seeing that inner yeah. child from an outsider perspective yeah. like, what is she wearing? How old is she? Mm-hmm. Um, is she sitting down or is she standing up? Like, just get, getting a visualization of that child who's experiencing mm-hmm. that feeling and being. Almost like the parent, like being the outsider, able to come in and support her and give yeah. her the love and give her the validation and make sure that she sees, she, sorry, yeah. that she um, feels seen, heard seen. and validated yeah. in that moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, because because that's what she didn't receive. That's what she didn't receive. Totally. Yeah. And I love to do that um, and get clients to that in like a, literally just close your eyes mm. and see her. And yes. you can do it in two
1: minutes. 100%.
0: It doesn't need to be a big time consuming. I'm going to go meditate for an hour and a half and lose myself. Sometimes I'll just do this for two minutes. Like if I'm feeling anxious, I'll close my eyes. I'm like, we're safe. Everything's okay. I see you. And you know what? No matter what happens, I love you.
1: Yes, exactly. I love you you
0: unconditionally. And it works. Like it does. if you've never done it before, you might be like, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) like, sure, sure. But it actually really, truly can just completely shift how you're feeling, shift your emotions and help calm you down um and what I'd love to talk about here as well is safety because I know for me safety and the nervous system has been a really important um thing to work on to create within myself within my body in order for me to have I guess the success that I've created for myself the the pleasure the love the fun the flow because Safety is really important. And if your body doesn't feel safe, mm-hmm. your nervous system doesn't feel safe, if your inner child doesn't feel safe, then you can't experience what it is that you're wanting to experience, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, like that's what a lot of the trauma work is. It's actually um, learning how to find safety within yourself and feel that sense of safety. And that's, you know, then if we were to sort of um, bring in a bit of the feminine masculine energetics into the conversation here, that's. Which the, we're trying to, I've just. <laughs> no that's a, like no this is the funny thing though is it's so all intertwined like yeah, totally, you can totally. go down 500 million yeah. different paths and <laughs> they all find a way to connect back to each other um but you know it's the feminine part within all of us um that needs a sense of safety in order to be able to flourish exactly totally. so if you as a as a human being like whether you are a woman or a man um the feminine part of you because at the end of the day, Day, like we, we associate feminine with woman m- mostly majority yes. however if you're actually talking about the difference between feminine and masculine feminine energy. is yep. energy and masculine yep. is consciousness yeah. And sorry, the feminine within all of us um, needs to be able to flow and move and create, but it needs to have a safe anchor. It needs to, to have that. safety yeah. to do that. Totally. Um, totally. So it's incredibly important to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, find that anchor within yourself, um, yeah. within your world around you, within your relationships, your environment, um, mm-hmm. your routine, like all these areas of your life to be able to create a sense of safety, that's mm. when your, you know, feminine side, your flow, your creativity can really start to come out and flourish.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's like, there's just so many things that I want to oh, so many. <laughs> and I mean, we could talk about safety for a whole episode. Literally it's that yeah. important. Um, but I know like what I love to do, probably the easiest and fastest way for me personally. And that I, that I just know works is, I just, I literally just hug myself and tell myself I'm mm-hmm. safe. Like when I'm, yep. when I'm in that moment of like feeling triggered or on high mm-hmm. alert, fight or flight mm-hmm. and, and stress, I'll just like mm-hmm. take a breath. My breath, like your, your breath is the fastest way to just regulate your nervous system, to calm down, yeah. to find safety all of that. And I literally will just tell myself and tell my body. I talk to my body all the time, literally talk yes. to my body all the time. And I'll say like, Hey body, like you're okay. You're safe. It's fine. Yes. You can calm down. And just like that, I, f- I will just feel myself easing, slowing down and just completely shifting my energy the f-
1: just yeah, so fast. Um, and it actually is that simple. Like it's really, it seems so it's like, it's so simple. It's almost stupid. Like, yeah, it it, it, yeah. like you think it should be more complicated than that. And it, like, it's, it's simple, but it is hard to do. Like it's hard it, to mm-hmm. shift from, you know, you've living your whole life um, this other way of, you know, being very much up in your head and being, yeah. you know, very thought-focused, um, it's hard to make that shift back into your body and the yeah. safety within your body. But um, it's it's not, like, it's simple. It's not complicated.
0: The tools are simple. The, the process yeah. the, is occasionally <laughs> complex, you know.
1: Yeah. Totally. And um, usually it's just because people can't get out of their heads enough to get into their body. Yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> Can you explain... Um, I just words. tried to. I just tried <laughs> to combine two words together. Oh, Can you explain <laughs> feminine and masculine a little bit more, please, for anyone listening who is like. Mm. What I'm are you
1: talking about? Poor, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I again like the feminine and the masculine, um, has so many layers to it, and I could talk forever on it, but if we're going to, yeah. you know, talk about it very sort of surface level, um, as I said, we all have both energies within us, feminine and masculine. Um, it's not necessarily gender specific, however, um, roughly about 90% of women do identify more with the feminine energy as their core. Um, um, and most men do um, identify with yeah. the masculine as their core. Um, however, it's not always the case. Yeah. So um, yeah, you've just kind of gotta like, I guess realize sometimes when I'm talking about feminine and masculine, am I meaning men and woman or am I meaning the energies? Um, no, but the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but the feminine um is the energy really like we say masculine energy but the feminine is the energy the feminine is um everything movement uh, flow i like to sort of describe them as um the the masculine is the tree trunk and the roots in the ground mm-hmm. and the feminine is the the branches and the leaves flowing in the wind. Yeah, so okay. The, the tree trunk is always there. It's always sturdy. It's always providing that structure and that safety. But the leaves on the trees are constantly changing colour. They're constantly yeah. falling off and flowing in the wind. And, um, you know, they come in cycles. They, you know, they go away with the seasons and they come back. Like it's that movement and that flow. And so when, when I'm talking about feminine and masculine energy with people, um, it's important that they do understand what their core energy is, because if you're not nurturing and aligning to what aligning. your core, yeah, oh yeah. Oh if
0: yeah. you're
1: not aligning to what your core energy is, you're pushing burnout. against the grain. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually, you're you're not working in synergy with who you are. And yep. that is exactly yeah where, where it leads to. It, lead, it leads to burnout. It leads it's to done. things not working. Everything yep. comes undone. Um, it's just a up, whole yep. mess
0: yeah yeah that's where yeah. I lived most of my life until probably last year yeah so, really totally yeah and I think yeah. that's how how most like if you look at it from the perspective of our our world is catered to the masculine it is yeah built on a masculine and, structure
1: and it, it has to be to a certain extent like this is what I say to people like we do live in a masculine world um you know To be able to get things done, for things to be able to move in the way that they do, for things to have the structure that is necessary to, you know, hold the world and and the economy in the way that it is, we do have to live in the masculine structure. um, But it's really, really important that we we bring feminine into, into that. It. We bring the flow feminine. into that. Like we, it's a beautiful balance. Like in any in yeah. any given moment, you are working with both. Like I yeah. can feel my feet. I have the awareness of my feet on the ground, but I can feel the sensation of the hard floor. The sensation mm-hmm. is the feminine, you know, the awareness that my feet are on the ground is the masculine. Like we're always yeah. working with both.
0: Yeah. And like, okay, we had an organized call meeting on here at 3pm, which is mm-hmm. masculine of, this is when we're doing it. It's going to mm-hmm. go for this long. We're going to talk about X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, but then it's flowing. Of I'm currently not following any of the points
1: that I said. We're just talking about whatever. don't yeah. Know. We're just going where it's we're leading. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's both. And exactly. But I do. like I love what you said
0: about like you. You need to live in alignment with who you truly are at your core, mm-hmm. and and that's what allows you to step up as your highest self. Yes. To live a life of fulfillment, of fun, of You know, just feeling happy with this life of yours, which no, you're not going to feel all of the time, but consistently, because if not, you're literally you're not being who you truly are. You're not being your authentic self. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's exhausting and it's tiring and it is. It's it's you're doing things in a way that doesn't suit you. Yeah. Exactly. For most, I mean, I think it's a pretty it's a fair assumption. It's not all the time, but it's a fair assumption to say that I think most women tend to be more in the masculine when Mm -hmm. they're a feminine core. And that's where, you know, the majority of their struggles, the burnout comes from because you're trying to do everything at once. You're not having enough sleep. You're, you know, pushing yourself too hard, whether it's with work commitments and then making yourself go to the gym, restricting what you can and can't eat, making yourself socialize when you're fucking tired, but you feel like you should (laughs) and you have to. And all these pressures and those commitments and the go and go and go and go and go and then you're burnt out of course you're burnt out you have nothing left to give you have no energy you're so low vibrational Mm. and it's because you're stuck in the masculine and not having enough time to just breathe to just be to just remember that you're a human being and not a human doing exactly and come back to your feminine so what would you say about embracing that more turning the burnout into more fun and flow and and like I just think it's important to realize you can avoid the burnout to a certain extent I couldn't tell you last time that I burnt out because I don't live my like I've changed my lifestyle mm-hmm. so that I don't do that anymore yeah you know yeah so I'd love to hear yeah whatever you have to say in, in that regard
1: I think like the first my first piece of advice would be to start tuning into like what you're desiring and what you feel like you're needing because I know so many women who, like, they know they need sleep or they know they need, like, I don't know, just a nap or like a, a weekend mm. off where they're not, you know, committing to anything, but they don't honour that. Like, they they know they need it and they know that's yeah. what they desire. They know that's what they want, but they're not honouring it. So. I, I guess um, my advice there is like don't feel selfish because you're putting your needs or, and your desires first because if you put your needs and your desires first, that's going to benefit you and it's going to benefit everybody around you because yep. – For a woman who is feminine at her core, if she's not honoring that within herself, that's affecting everyone around her because again, because the feminine is any energy, it's penetrating like it, you know, you can feel when somebody walks into the room, right. And they're just like, yeah, like the energy just like emanates everywhere, whether it's whether it's like, you know, um, fun lively loving energy or whether it's you know bringing everyone down because they're you know upset and sad and depressed and and whatnot like that can be felt everywhere so if you start honoring your needs and just listening to you know what do I need do I need to go to bed a little bit earlier tonight do I need to you know have a bit of a longer shower just to have a minute to myself like do I need to um like you know, eat a healthier meal, like whatever, whatever it may be, just start to really notice your needs and start to notice how you feel afterwards Mm. as well. Yeah. So don't go about doing things unconsciously just because, you know, Courtney told you to, um, and, you know, think because, you know, because I went and had a massage, I should be all good now. Like literally, (laughs) Literally um notice how how you feel in your body. Like what does that do for you? How does your nervous system feel? Um, you know, start tuning into the senses, like the you know, the smell of your of your body lotion as you're putting it on your skin, like the um, you know, the taste of your food as you're eating it, like start to enjoy little things that bring you pleasure and that bring enjoyment to you and that's kind of like the. F- I, don't, I don't even know if I answered the question or if I got gone off on a tangent, but.
0: <laughs> no, good. Yeah. Making am I still on track? Well. But
1: yeah. 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 Like slow um, down, I think. Like literally slow yeah. down and notice what's and going reason. on. Yeah. Yeah. Be mindful. Eat. Be mindful like, of what's simple. happening in your body.
0: Yeah. Stop, stop doing other things while you're eating. Just eat. Just enjoy yeah. your food. Yeah. When, when you have a moment between tasks, whether you're jobs or whatever, you don't get on your phone and just scroll mm-hmm. so that you're doing something. What if you just sat or yep. whatever you're doing and just take a few deep breaths and just tune into yourself. How do I feel in this moment? And 100%. what's going on? How does my body feel? Um, breathe. I think breathe, literally. And I mean, like, yeah. you, you as the listeners are listening, check in with yourself. Are you breathing through your chest? Are you breathing mm-hmm. really shallow? Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, actually, connect with this life force energy and allow it to actually come through your body and just slow the hell down. And I know for me, like I still will find myself, you know, falling back into that masculine way of doing things where I'm like rushing around or like I'll put everything to last minute when I have to know when I know I have to be somewhere. So then I'm like mm-hmm. running around and that gets me super just like ugh, like my nervous system is like wired and I'm yeah. really in the masculine. And so when I notice that's happening literally i would just use my breath down. to slow yep. down and that is what that's probably the fastest way that i yep. found i can switch from just being really in my masculine and stressed mm-hmm. and just mm. going to like just slowing down and just being more feminine being yep. softer
1: yeah
0: i don't know about you but like i love you know with work and with the, you know day to day stuff i love music i love dancing mm. that's probably that's like the most fun way that I love to connect with my feminine yes especially dancing that's why you know I always not always but I often post myself dancing in my story because like me too (laughs) it's feminine you know um yeah and pretty clothes you know when you when you dress nice you tend to feel nice inside and feel feminine and you know put a little makeup on if that's what makes you feel good do your hair if that's what makes you feel good and um yeah like intentionally do those things that make you feel feminine that make you
1: feel Good. it's literally all about the senses like the feminine is about the senses so anything that you you know can do to make your senses feel good whether it's visually looking at something beautiful you know smelling something um really lovely eating something that tastes amazing like anything that you can do putting on the clothes that make you feel like a goddess like anything that you can yeah. do um to connect to your senses and just do it consciously like like be aware yeah. of it don't just do it unconsciously um yeah, yeah totally.
0: 100% love that and one thing that I'd love to I guess finish with is going back to what you said about when we started talking about I love seeing it as like opening up the channel of communication between mm. you and your body because mm. this is and this is like like <laughs> 80% of the work that I do with clients because they don't even understand what I'm talking about when I, when we first start working on it. Cause like, until you, you learn about it, you're like, oh, like, whoa, I live my life in my head yes and overthinking and stressing and worrying and, and being anxious. And when you live your life in that place, you you literally just have no understanding of your body, mm-hmm. no awareness of your body. I know for me, it's almost, I always started to actually put it into words, but it was this this sensation of like, I never felt myself in my body. Like I just didn't, you know, if I closed my eyes, like I wouldn't even know where my body was because I was so disconnected. So
1: disconnected. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know, how I see this playing out is like overeating and Mm. needing structure needing to follow an eating plan, needing to follow an exercise plan, you know, not listening to yourself at all because you don't even know how to, right you yeah. don't even know how to and yeah. like a big part of what I do with people is like let's fuck off the structure fuck off the yeah. exactly doing this and eating this way like I teach I teach people how to how to listen to their own inner compass mm-hmm. how to mm-hmm. um eat and, and move and live intuitively but yep. you can't do that until you have a deeper connection with your body otherwise exactly you can't hear anything you don't know what it's trying to tell you so mm-hmm. I think this is so important and honestly it's completely changed my life I knew that for myself and living, in, living intuitively and and actually having respect for my body right like doing this work has it and it, it's helped me love my body I don't eat mm-hmm. because I have to I don't go to the gym because oh I should and I have to and whatever like I love my body that I talk to every day mm-hmm. and I want to you know like it, it the the flow and effects of this is is life changing in all of the ways? So I think it's so important. Um, what would you say? What would your like beginner tips be for like opening up that channel of communication?
1: Uh, it re- like it really is. I uh, in my opinion, just the noticing. Like I I know I've already mentioned it a couple of times um, earlier, but like it literally is the noticing and the slowing down in order to notice you have to slow down because you're not going to notice anything. If you're just running around crazy. Yeah. 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 You need to slow down and you need to just start asking yourself, like, what am I feeling right now? And do I like it? Do I not like it? Like, do I want more of this? Um, And honoring that like literally just honoring that and like it doesn't have to be you don't have to do a full you know 180 all at once and change everything like just start to notice small little shifts and um you know for example if like it's a small thing but like if your underwear's all old and losing mm-hmm. its elastic if it's gonna actually like if you don't feel good yeah. in your old yeah. daggy underwear just go to Kmart and buy like a couple of yeah. nice new pairs. It doesn't have to cost yeah. a lot and yeah. notice how you take a moment to notice how you feel in it. Like, you know, am I loving myself right now? Like is, is this nice and soft on my skin? Like really just connecting with how things feel in your body. Yeah. And exactly. um, well, I was going to say something else, but it's gone now. <laughs> it's gone from my head. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and one thing that I always get clients to do as well is actually take like, In combination with that is use their breath to get into their body. Yes. You know, and there's, you can do this. Sometimes I get people to do this over like half an hour, but you can Mm. also do it in about two minutes of a morning. Mm. And I do, I do this every single morning before I start my day where I will just take several deep breaths and sink in. Imagine, mm-hmm. like, literally, imagine your awareness moving from just being in your mind down into mm. your body. Feel your arms. Feel your belly moving with each breath. Your heart beating. Feel Absolutely. your legs, your feet, wherever they're connected to the ground. Like, actually, just feel them. And yeah. then from that place, ask yourself, like, Hey, body, what do you want to tell me today? What do you or, need? Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you need? And and pay attention to how you feel, especially after you are doing certain things, like. Living a life of alignment, I believe, comes uh, a big part of that is is from this connection to your body because your mm-hmm. body will tell you what's in alignment because it's how you it If you feel yeah. light and good and airy and like, you know, really good inside, it's in alignment. Or if mm-hmm. you've spent time with someone, you feel like, like you have this, feel like, drained,
1: or yeah, you feel yeah. drained,
0: or you're, you're thinking about something and your solar plexus, which is like you know in the bottom of your rib cage, is really tight. Mm-hmm. It, it's not in alignment or it's, telling it's you something yeah. yeah literally
1: you know like your body your body is where your intuition is in that way yes 100% mm-hmm. we and need to yeah. um oh so sorry i didn't mean to cut you off there, but um i was just i just had a thought like i remember um a, a beautiful analogy that one of um, my teachers in my trauma studies said that you know like if a um if an animal in the wild um, wasn't listening to their body and the messages that their body was telling them, um, you know, through the vibrations in the ground, through the temperature changes, through um, all sorts of things, they wouldn't survive. Mm. And we as humans have um, somehow managed to get ourselves so, you know, disconnected from our bodies with the way that the world has moved forward and which is amazing in so many ways, but Mm. we, like, we kind of need to get back to those basics, like get back to our, you know, our biology and who we are as human beings. And like our body does so much for us. It, it literally every day it gets up and it does so much for us. And it sends us messages constantly all day, every single day. And if we're ignoring that, what's the point?
0: Yeah. It's just your job to listen, right? It like- is. It's gonna help you. It's gonna talk to you. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is shut up and, and, listen. Down <laughs> and listen. And one last note on that, like I love dancing as a means of connecting with my body. That's why, yeah. like, that's actually why I do it. Is for me, it's not just about the fun and the flowing. Mm-hmm. It's actually about that's how. If I think about probably like that's probably been the most transformational tool for me, for getting into my body. Like yeah. truly, it, it's it's when you bring that intention to the movement because mm-hmm. when you move you can move through your emotions and you can 100% you know, move energetically and get in and sink into it and, and and it's been so empowering for me as well like I love dancing you know in the mirror dancing just in my yeah. undies where yep. I'm like looking at my body and I'm like I'm sexy like I'm a queen and like feeling empowered because yes like this feels amazing I feel so feminine I feel so good I feel like an absolute goddess and then you start to embody that energy and start to bring it to life and it comes
1: through you
0: exactly like that's been one of the most transformational tools for me that if you don't do consistently like do it like I
1: honestly yeah I honestly do recommend that people like I, I know sometimes people can't like get out again get out of their head of their being head. like oh I look stupid or I'm not a good yeah. dancer but if you're if you're literally just moving it doesn't even have to be like dancing per se dancing. Yep. like if you're just moving to music that makes you feel good pick any yeah. music you like anything that makes you feel good and you yeah. just start moving your body in the privacy of your bedroom where there's yeah. nobody else who can see you you yeah. don't have to worry about what you look like mm-hmm. um, literally just allow yourself to feel into that that and allow your yeah. body to move and it like like you said like it's completely life-changing um Absolutely. because it does it just so opens underrated. you up it is yeah. it's so yeah. underrated
0: like you listen to this and you're like like whatever really? like, like, like yeah but it actually <laughs> completely fucking changed my life like completely as silly as it sounds like truthfully it has yeah. so definitely go and do that um what would you just wrap up here like what about just going back to burnout mm. Um, what do you I guess suggest as practical action steps moving forward like for the listeners who are like honestly just done like they just mm. can't anymore they're just burning out stressed
1: mm-hmm. something
0: needs to change what would you yep. say as like a okay I know I can remember when I was back at that point this would be you know I see you when I hear you like mm. please hear me when I say why don't you try this
1: Yeah. I, going back to the beginning of my journey as well, like when I was in a place of heavy, heavy burnout, like I was literally coming home every day crying. And, um, you know, Richard said that I just wasn't even the same person that he like first met when we got together. So like, I knew something was seriously wrong. Um, I, the first, and, and it was advice that was given to me, and I started incorporating it into my world. And this is what sort of like sent me on the trajectory to changing everything. It was creating sanctuary just finding ways to create small amounts of sanctuary in your life. So, Mm -hmm. um, and that was honestly like the, the, the tip of the iceberg for me getting started on my journey. So it was a matter of like, literally what I did was I started getting up a little bit earlier in the morning, going into the living room, lighting a candle and making myself a tea or a coffee and just putting on some like calming music or sometimes a guided meditation and literally just taking 20 minutes to have that moment to myself and tune into myself because prior to that i was i was quiet i was suffering a lot of anxiety so i would sleep up until i like literally You know, had to get up and get up and go. Um, And there was no time for me to be able to just actually check in with myself and start my day off with myself as my center and my priority. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was the first thing I did. I just like, I, you know, I made sure that my surroundings were as nice as they could be within my means and my capacity, you know, making sure that my when I walked into my room that it was a nice, you know, pleasant environment. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, then I would get up in the morning and I would create that little sanctuary for myself and have that moment. And, and that was honestly the first little action. And it grew from there, you know, yeah. from there I started, um, you know, getting into different types of breath work. I started expanding my meditation and my um, embodiment practices. Um, then I started learning things. I started reading more books and like, it sort of just grew and grew and grew from there, but that was what started it for me, honestly
0: yeah I love that it's so important and I, like having that morning practice and the morning yeah. practice is about just having your time putting yourself in a good vibration yeah. as you start the day so that you can handle the day right like totally you're equipped you have the tools you have the mindset yeah. you you just are literally vibrating at a higher frequency yeah and that flows on to all areas of your life so I love that and I, I think
1: um that. One thing I'll just add to that as well that I just remembered was a little activity that I used to do as well, um, which I got from um, Danielle Laporte, who wrote the desire map. She, The desire map is a whole thing. So I won't go into that because it will take too long. But um, I took a part of her activity and I did it every single morning. And I would just ask myself, what are three things that I want to feel today? So it might be, I want to feel balanced or I want to feel powerful or I want to feel I don't know something else so I would pick like three things that I wanted to feel that day and then I would try and think of like two or three intentional thoughts or actions that I could do or have in my mind to create that feeling yeah, yeah. so like it's for the one that was um, you know to feel more I think it was to feel more powerful my intentional Thought or action was to um, not let other people's shit basically become my shit because that was mm-hmm. what was bringing me down a lot in my world at that time and i was feeling very very small and little because i was yeah. letting other people's shit become my shit yeah. and so even just that that little how do i want to feel today and what is one thought or action that i can do to cultivate that feeling that was life-changing yeah. for me
0: taking responsibility for emotions and yeah like waiting waiting until they come why don't you just make yourself feel that yeah. way help yourself feel that way exactly right. um Amazing, so some things up then because we've been chatting for an hour which has just gone so fast. I feel like we could honestly, <laughs> okay. I could keep talking for probably now, like genuinely. Yeah. like genuinely. And this conversation, yeah, did not go the way that- Exactly <laughs> where was. we That's had always planned. Always yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's always the way. Um, so just to sum things up, do you, yeah. is there anything else that you want to finish with that you feel called to, like a piece of advice, a tip, a tool, anything on your heart that you feel called to, mm-hmm. to finish with?
1: Good question. I feel like we've covered so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, I really think just the, the concept that if you don't take care of yourself, who will? Like, I think that's probably something that I just want to really, I feel called to leave people with. Like, you are you are your priority and everyone else is their priority. Like you are the star in your movie and everyone else is the star in their movie. So Mm -hmm. if you don't put yourself first and take care of yourself and, you know, listen to your needs and prioritize your needs, um, no one else is going to, because they're all they're all living their life with Mm -hmm. themselves as the priority Um, so maybe yeah just taking that concept and trying to move forward with that in mind so that you know yeah. you are the lead actor in your movie and you are yeah. your priority
0: and you get to change the story you get yeah. to put a plot twist in at any point in time 100% you know, anytime you want to <laughs> love that um so is there anything that you want to promote or share or you know that you're doing what are you up to for any listeners who loved yeah, loved you know what you have to share who want to stick around or you know yeah
1: absolutely oh thank you um Well, yeah on instagram i'm just the courtney richards and i have just like literally today um released the branding for a new program that i'm launching it's called fiercely mm-hmm. feminine um so we'll be starting that in august and um it's just a four-week uh group coaching program Um, all online where we're going to be really diving into, um, I guess, yeah, just connecting to that feminine. Like it's really for the woman who is ready to fall back in love with being feminine and ready to um, understand what it means to be feminine and to, I guess, shave away some of the um, misconstrued concepts of what we have believed being feminine to be about, um, and connecting back into that and literally living your life from that place. So the way that you communicate, the way that you relate to people, the way that you understand your own emotions and, um, you know, navigate them without them taking over and controlling you. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm sort of working on at the moment, I suppose. Um, and yeah, that starts in August.
0: Amazing. Thanks for sharing.
1: My pleasure. And
0: is there any, you know, I know you said Instagram, but is there any other ways that people can listen to you, follow you, to you use any other platforms? Maybe you don't. Oh,
1: home. not really. Yeah. Instagram's yeah. the main one. Yeah, I do have a yeah. podcast, but I kind of have been neglecting that. So I should probably yeah get get that back up and running
0: yeah maybe this is the info you needed to do that <laughs> yeah maybe Okay. Right. amazing well i'll wrap it up there thank you so much again for coming on for sharing all that you have for thank spreading you spreading your light in the world i know that the world is a much better place for you being here and for you um sharing your passions and your voice with the world thanks Dom. All right. <gasps>